And welcome again to the Yes and I Am podcast, the podcast where we learn about people. I'm Aaron Max, and today's guest I am super excited about. I am such a fan of his show right now, and I'm oh. also a fan of his podcast. He's got a much more successful podcast than mine, and maybe he can lend me a few tips, you know, to get this show. You all know. in due time. Oh, thank you. Um, I, I, I want to introduce you all to Jonathan Van Ness. How's it going, Jonathan? Hi, everything is great. Thank you for asking. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm just happy that you're here. Happy to be in your presence. You have a very, uh, calming like aura about you. Do you get that a lot? Um, I would say so. I don't really... I feel like your aura is really giving it to me right now. You are grounded. You're giving me just like very earthy vibes, kind of someone who I can trust with like my tax returns or also dating advice. That felt a little anti-Semitic. I'm not going to lie, Jonathan. Oh my gosh. No, I just like, I associate like people who have their financial stuff together with like, Grounded people okay. because I don't I don't have my finances. Oh no, that's that's terrible to hear. Too many nights out in the town, just like going cuckoo loco. Yeah, you you, you uh, experienced a lot of nightlife recently. Well, I try to stay young. I try to like. Be I mean, my you best are self. still pretty young. I know, but you know, as a gay man, like when is young? If I'm not eighteen, I'm a thousand years old. You know what I mean? Is that a thing? Um. I don't. I feel like that's true. I feel like for our listeners out there uh, j- who don't don't know who Jonathan is, he, he's the part of the m- most recent Fab Five of Queer Eye on that's Netflix. True. Three seasons. Uh, he's famous for his uh, web series Gay of Thrones, where he does recaps of Game of Thrones episodes. But gay, yes. And uh, he's also got his podcast, Getting Curious with Jonathan Van Ness. So you got a lot going on. But all that still not enough to, like, keep your finances in uh, line? Oh, because all of the money that's in podcasting. <laughs> I mean, I, speaking to the choir here, I get nothing for this show. No, no, no. I mean, uh, the show itself, Queer Eye, has been super lucrative. And I'm hyper-blessed, hashtag forevermore. Um, but, you know, it's kind of just hard uh Always making, keeping a budget for yourself, making sure that you're looking into the future, all that, all that magical stuff um, that makes a person functional in the end. I mean, like, I don't know how long Queer Eye will run for, but... Um, ideally, how long would it run for for you? Ideally, my entire life until I'm 65, frail, and still giving advice to 25-year-olds. So you want to give, like, hair advice when you're, like, old? Oh, my God. Yes. I want to, like, tell this girl what a French braid is as my hands just, like, squeeze to put it into the right places. I mean, uh, you've been very successful as of late. You still work as a hairdresser, uh, having your own place out in L.A., and uh, working here in the city as well. You kind of bounce between cities. I'm all over the place. Um, I love giving consultations. I love helping people. I just see, like, the hair as, like, a canvas, Um, truly, like, something that can really express uh, the person. Um, 
because we all uh, we all have individual personalities, obviously. And hair does so much. Like when it's the first person, it's the first thing you see about a person. Kind of, you know, how it shapes the head. It really does influence just the um, the overall appearance. Like that first look. Are there some celebrities out there that you like really appreciate their hair and like what they've done to like sh- showcase themselves with it? Well, Adele is iconic ever since she invented the blowout. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. But uh, no, uh, Adele's hair really uh, inspires me. Um, and also, I would say uh, Zach Efron. Zach Efron. That's I an really, interesting choice. And you know, I like the different, like, the timeline of Zach Efron. Because he used to have that, like, bowl yeah. cut. He used to have, the, I, yes, famously so. Um, so much so that Justin Bieber uh, was... Iconically, so you think, so you think Justin Bieber, like, because everyone called it the Bieber, but you think Zac Efron had it first? Well, I mean, if you just chronologically look, if we like analyze scientifically, uh, Zac Efron did work it out best in High School Musical. But um, I mean, but his look has also changed dramatically, dramatically. Like, as a person. Like, he went from twinksicle to hunksicle in like. Question. Yes. Did he have a nose job? Oh, did Zac Efron have a... I don't know. I don't actually know him personally. I met him once at a party. Oh. Said hi, cried in a bathroom, and got back to the party. And then, you know... Wait, why did you cry in the bathroom? Because I met Zac Efron. Really? So you still get starstruck a lot? I... Well, you know, yeah, of course. I remember seeing all these people on TV when I was growing up, and... Now, um, if I see them, I'm going to lose my mind. Wow. So, so when was the last time you lo- lost your mind seeing a celeb? Lost my mind. Um, actually, I was on uh, the red carpet for the Emmys, and I saw RuPaul. Okay. Yes. I, I would imagine that like you guys have a similar following. Um, like queer eye and drag race, I would think would have like similar fans. Yeah, I mean, definitely like open minded, liberal kind of space. But I feel like drag, and you know what's funny is that because uh, you you also like to kind of play around with drag elements and stuff. You, oh, absolutely! You I liked, get my entire life. I mean, all, almost all of season three of Queer Eye, you're wearing heels and skirts, and why wouldn't I? But I feel like it's more of um. It's more for me. It's more cash, uh, and also we ta- tackle a lot of like normal, average people, middle America. And RuPaul is very like bigger than life, heightened personalities. Yeah, he probably We're wouldn't go of, over well in like Missouri, was where your most recent se- season takes place. Right, exactly. And we kind of tackle like life from two different perspectives. I feel like the people who watch Queer Eye are not watching Queer Eye for the same reason as the people who are watching RuPaul's Drag Race, if that makes sense. I mean, they're both really fun. They're both just heartwarming and, you know. But when you met RuPaul, you... you, you, Oh, uh, my God. Well, I couldn't say more than two words because I was uh, too busy running away. Um, But I I just told her that her blazer was incredible. It was a floral kind of situation very very loud which is how i like my rupaul outfits um extremely loud but tasteful and a nice pastel green uh button down under under all this floral magic 
And uh, yeah, wow, that sounds incredible. Uh, I, I can't imagine. Like, I, I've met a few celebrities. I mean, I, I, I did have to say something about the hair, though. Oh, well, he doesn't, she doesn't <laughs> have any hair. No, no, I'm kidding. No, I mean, like, honestly, I stand for a bald queen. Oh? I do. Yeah, I, I mean, Own it. Um, you know, your uh, castmate Karamo, no hair. Famously well, so. All right. Who in the Queer Eye cast has the best hair? Oh, my God. Well, it's, it's hard to decide because Anthony, his hair is so cute. Yeah, he's he's a go- but like I is his hair cute or is he just cute? I don't know. He's listen, they're all like my brothers. Mm. None of them yeah, there, there there's no uh there's no There is no no. We are extremely professional. I I've seen his abs. It's fine. We've moved on. He's great. Um but uh yeah, I feel like obviously the person who pays the most attention to it is tan yeah yeah tan's hair is kind of like iconic like yeah um uh, that's what i was gonna say but then there's like like bobby seems like he tries yeah uh well we all we all love bobby and i feel like that's how everyone else also feels about bobby we all we all love bobby Uh, that doesn't (laughs) sound nice like no no no. it's just kind of like bobby i'm He's going to hate me when he hears this. Uh, he's kind of like the Michelle Williams of our little Destiny's Child. Oh, no. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, but I, I love him to death. I mean, like, the show's nothing without him because he is the charm. He is, you know, kind of like that boy next door magic flavor. Um, but I, I feel like but he, Tan is your sophisticated. I feel like Bobby's like the real American of the show. Like he's like okay. The the, the we're the, all no American. Oh, I don't think Tan is American. I think he's oh, British. that's a good point. That's a point. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I don't think he's a U.S. citizen. Um, <laughs> no, but you know he gets around. I mean, like he can d- definitely travel wherever he wants. Of he's course. a citizen of the world. Oh, of course, he's a citizen of this earth. Um. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I think, like, Bobby does have that appeal to, like, your audience where he, he's, like, you know, he's, the, he's, the, he's a working class man. He's the guy that builds sure. stuff. He's, like, I can trust him with a porch or a hammock, one or the other, never both at the same time. All right. So, uh, real question. I've always wondered, because it's a reality show and, like, a lot gets cut in editing and, like, so there's true. a lot of movie magic. Who does the most work on Oh my Earth? I could never I in never in my life could I could I talk about anyone's work ethic that way. We all bring so much to the table. I mean like we all put ourselves into this show. We spend so much time with the individual cast members. It's obviously me. I put in all the work. I work the hardest. <laughs> what has been your greatest challenge, Jonathan, on the show? Oh my gosh. No, I I feel like Sometimes, obviously, the challenge is what you see on the screen. The challenge is getting the person into that to that lifestyle and doing it in a way that doesn't um, that doesn't place judgment on the other person's life because that's not what I'm there to do. I'm not. Let, there let to me place rephrase judgment. that. Who has been your greatest challenge? Who has been my greatest challenge? Um, actually, we're gonna take it back to like pre queer eye. No, 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 not pre-queer eye, but just like season one. Um, it it was uh, this, um, gosh, his name is Slipping. Okay. You describe him? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the, um, he had a, oh my gosh, just like the most beard. He got married recently to the girl that we hooked him up with on oh. the show. Um, and she was such a sweetheart, but like she couldn't take him seriously because he, um, he just had none of it together. I mean, like he was living in a shoebox that was everything was thrown everywhere. There was no organization whatsoever. He was drinking Mountain Dew like it was water, and obviously that affects your health. And who would, you know, who could live? Do you a life drink like soda? That? Do I? No, no, no. I will have a spiked seltzer if it comes to it. If I need to get crazy, but actually most of the parties that I go to, I don't drink a lot. You just drink water. I yeah I just or or a seltzer, um, but I, I try to stay very, very clean. I I like to keep my body is you know it's a temple. Body's that's, a that's temple. That's fair. I, I okay. So I feel like I wouldn't be doing my my audience justice if I didn't ask. Gotta justify the audience. Yeah no I I I got I gotta um, <laughs> give them the content they want to hear. Yeah. What do you think of my look? What do you think of my space? Do I need a your makeover? Look, your space. Like, um, Obviously, I think this mansion is working out for you. Everyone knows I don't live in a mansion, Jonathan. <laughs> no. Even through the magic of podcasting, they all know that I'm in a small... What if I describe it in detail on this podcast? Maybe they'll think it's real. I think you're you're giving me some, some navy blue magic. It's very cohesive, the mm-hmm. black and the navy blue. I'm feeling like you could have you could have done something else other than just white walls to open up. Yeah. The room, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I'm like now that I see that you have uh But like didn't you, didn't you guys say that white makes things look more spacious and less small? That is true and we wouldn't deviate far from a light color palette. We would probably go like a periwinkle blue just to tie in all of these like blue elements that you have going on in your room. Um but but then again, but the walls they they just look they look like a sad kind of white. Yeah. You know what I mean? They yeah, just look no, like the kind of white that it's that it's just kind of like, is it a hospital? Is it an is it an office of sorts? Like, where are we? Did I try to like go to a real estate agent in the wrong side of Chelsea? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, fortunately, I didn't paint that, so I, that's more on my landlady. But um, tell I, her to get on it. Yeah, I mean, and to put in an accent wall. I mean, like every good room needs an accent. Needs wall. Needs an accent wall. Needs an accent wall. Just to just so to I could provide like, relief. So do you keep like all the other root walls white, and then that one's a different color? Uh, that is an option, but not for you. Um, you, it would be, it would kind of be more of like I'm, I'm picturing periwinkle, kind of like, but even softer if possible, like a snowbank blue. You know what I mean? And then one wall, like a slate gray, slightly darker. We don't want to darken much, but it would probably be the wall adjacent, uh, adjoining the window. Yeah. I know. I know. Like I don't have a lot of space and, um, it, it, I, I work again, with we're, I we're in a mansion. Uh, the walls are 28 John, feet Jonathan, high. They know that I don't live in a mansion. They Everything know is plated I in gold. There I just don't happens to get be a white paid wall. for this podcast, Jonathan. I don't get paid for mine, hunty. How do you not get paid for your podcast? You should have like thousands and thousands of listeners. Well, that's true. Uh, the It's very like self-sustaining. It is not queer eye money. It's kind of like 
what I'm bringing it down to. We do have we do have sponsors. We do have yeah. advertisements. Yeah, but you know, and I, I want to get that sponsorship. I want to, like, bring that kind of okay. energy to my show. Okay, yeah. What do I need to do? Well, honey, you need to get to these parties, and you need to drink a spike seltzer, and you need to meet Zac Efron, and you need to cry in a bathroom, and then you need to come back out, and you need to network and make those connections. So it's, it, it, it's all networking? Honestly, it's so sad, but it always is who you know. Mm -hmm. And also, talent in any industry is a given. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? How many times do you just go to, like, a bar in West Hollywood, and you're just talking to someone, and they end up being super freaking talented. And, you know, you just meet these random people who just, like, they drip with, like, potential. But they just, like didn't get to know those people, didn't, weren't there at the right time, weren't standing on Fifth Avenue at the right time of day. You know what I mean? It's just like you have to put yourself on, you have to become ubiquitous. Everybody needs to know your name so that everybody thinks your name is important, so that everybody wants to keep hearing your name. And then it just kind of goes into a cycle like that, I feel. You know, I was pounding the pavement. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, before we move on to other segments, I, I just want to mention one thing I, I learned about you when I was looking up is... Um, you actually like dropped out of college. I certainly did. Yeah, you. you were, I got too busy. Yeah, you. You were uh, in the University of Arizona on a cheerleading scholarship. That is true, honey. Um, which, congrats. You she know. knows how to cheerlead. She knows yeah, how. I, to... I saw. I, I was watching your Instagram li recently, actually, and you were in a gymnastics uh, gym, and you were like doing back handsprings and stuff, and I was like. Wow. Yes, She's I've still been got doing, it. I, oh my gosh. Well, if I forgot how to do a back handspring, I think I would forget how to drink water because I've been doing it since I was 6 years old. But like you're you're a taller gentleman like That's true. It takes a lot of coordination. Yeah, I I I just typically see gymnasts as being like smaller people. I, and, you know, I have seen that, too. But we come in all different shapes. And so, I mean, it comes to the point where you have to know your body and you have to have the upper arm strength, upper body strength to kind of, like, support that kind of situation. And also, um, I do have a shrine of uh, Beyonce that I ask to for strength every morning. And I feel like she's listening. Uh, impossible because everybody's praying to Beyonce all at once. So how could she ever just like be ready to listen to all those prayers? But I do think that she gets back to me in a timely fashion. I mean, you, you, you've become quite the athlete. I mean, if you don't follow Jonathan on social media, on Instagram specifically already do it because like, I, I watched your, you become like a figure skater. You, you, this past winter, you were like, I want to try figure skating. You hired a coach. You started like. Lots of figure skaters in my family. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I mean, you're, you're born in Quincy, Illinois. I, I don't know what it's like over there, but like. Corn, but also figure skating. Yeah. I mean, I, I assume it gets cold over there in Illinois. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the winters are treacherous. In fact, uh, at first, I. I started uh, figure skating just like literally on lakes that were near the property. Oh, okay. But like y yet again, like when you started this past winter, like it was a lot of videos of you falling and stuff. But now you you look graceful she as fuck. She gets back up, honey. You, you she tries so again. You look so good. Yeah. And I'm like, man, that's inspiring. It makes me feel like, man, I need to like try something like that. Well, uh, what what's your life? What do you try? What do you get up on? What do you fall off of? I don't know, and that's what I'm trying to figure out, Jonathan. Okay. I I, okay. Need, I I feel like 
I need like almost like a Karamo Brown to like come mm-hmm. here and like to come here and 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 you know what? Maybe I can talk that, to someone. Maybe we could make get this that happen. Come for you. out of me and <laughs> let 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 me know. Like, let me feel my purpose. You know? Sure, sure. Um, I think that you know you have to let your heart speak mm-hmm. and you have to listen because sometimes the world is coming in from all around and you're you're not listening to your heart. You're listening to what people is are telling you about your heart. You know what I mean? You're at a, you're at, let's say a gathering of your friends and like, you're all like talking up, uh, what's been going on that week. And like, everybody is trying to make plans with you. And so like, and you're so busy trying to like, please all these people that you forget, like, what do you want to do? You know what I mean? Like, is there a song you want to write? Is there a hill you want to climb? Is there a lake you want to swim in? Is there like, you know, you got to have to like tap into what your heart is saying and let's do that thing. And then, and then you'll, you're going to start feeling kind of like aligned, but it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to, you know, for me, I love I love connecting with people. I love reaching out. I love uh, helping others. And at first, it wasn't it wasn't always easy. I mean, like when I was in middle school, uh, there was this boy who um, really just genuinely did not have it together. Always came to school like dirty clothes, wearing from like even last week. And I was just like, David, you have to get it together. And he did not take to me. And I tried to, like, help him out and give him advice. But I feel like I was probably, like, coming on too strong. I was making him feel insecure. And it really just, like, at first you don't always succeed is kind of, like, what I'm saying. And and you kind of, you have to keep doing what you love because then you're going to find your place within it. Does that make sense? Am I making myself clear? Yeah, I think so. There's a lot going on in that uh, statement you made there. Um Quickly, before we uh, move into our uh, final segment, I want to ask, because uh, you are the host of Gay of Thrones. Indeed, indeed. And you do your recaps of all the Game of Thrones episodes. As you, our listeners may know, they're entering the final season of Game of Thrones, and people are going pretty crazy. It is do you scary, have, scary. Do you have any predictions? Do I have any predictions? Everyone dies, and we all go to bed and cry. <laughs> no, I don't know what's going to happen at all. I don't. I'm... I'm just as shocked as anyone else. I'm hoping for more dragons. Um, do, do you think there's going to be like a crazy ending or um, it, like, cause uh, it's one of those series that like, like the Sopranos that everyone watched and it's like, everyone's talking about and like the Sopranos has such an iconic ending. Breaking Bad. You're has asking such an me iconic- if Xerxes is going to finish out the entire season eating an onion ring. I mean, Maybe. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. The crazy thing is that once we left season five, the book stopped. So we were just kind of like, we're just, we're just on our own now. We're just waiting for, for this to happen. We, we had like a, a timeline before. We had kind of like a guide. And of now course. it's just up to the writers to, to kind of show us. Um, Ideally, what would you want to happen? What would I want to happen? Um... Does Daenerys become the, like, queen or... You know, I do love her. I do love her. She gives me such fire and such energy. And, um... She's got great hair, too. Oh, my God. That wintry magic. That just kind of, like, flowy. I'm jealous of her hair. Yeah? I really... Yeah. Nobody can rock a braid quite like her. It stays so put together. 
It um it just looks. I mean, so it is a wig. Mm. What? Yeah, you're a liar. No, you know that Amelia Clark is wearing a wig. Well, yeah, it's a wig, but you know, I just wish that like I had that kind of production. Do you know what I mean? Like I mean, you could wear a wig. I could and cover this up. No, How? You, you have amazing hair. You you have like iconic hair. Uh, yeah, I spend most of my day on it. I mean, could you try to like braid your hair into like a Daenerys situation? I I could, but I just feel like it wouldn't have that volume magic. I would have to use like a lot of hairspray, a lot of like zhushing, and it would just try to look like it would be like I was trying to like create the the illusion and not live within the fantasy. All right. Well, with that said, I want to move into our final segment where we like to do a little bit of games here. We like to play a couple games. The first game we like to play is Fuck, Mary Kill. Ah! Uh, basically, I've listed three names, and you tell me which category each name goes into. Uh, these names are pretty familiar to you. The first name is Tan France. Yes. Next name is Karama Brown. Oh, my God. Last name, Bobby Burke. Oh, my God. Why? This is awful. I, I, I specifically left Anthony off there because... Well, first of all, how dare you? And second of all, thank you, uh, because that would be entirely too difficult. But this, is, this isn't fair to anyone. I mean, like, I love these people, and they're going to be listening to this, and they're going to, like, text me and be like, I hate you. And um, it's fine, because that's what happens every day anyway. Um, no. <laughs> no. We love to joke around. Um, let's see. I mean, like, I feel like it's right there, right? It's so, it's so obvious. Do you feel like it's obvious? No, I'm, I, I'm confused on which way you'd go. You're really confused about which way I'd go. I mean, like, obviously, Tan, he's just kind of like that sensible, soft-spoken, fun, sophisticated, just kind of like has it... Well, we all have it together, I suppose. I mean, like, basically what I'm bringing it down to is kill Bobby and figure it out from there. Yeah. Oh, Bobby. Oh, Bobby. Oh, no. No, I'm kidding. Like, I, I would think you'd marry Tan fuck Karamo. Cause I mean, wouldn't it make sense? Yeah, Karamo's go a gorgeous man. What a gorgeous, gorgeous human being. They're all gorgeous. We're all gorgeous. I love all of my sisters. We do and incredible Bobby. work. And Bobby. I love Bobby. All Sorry, right. Bobby. All right. Well, the last segment we have here is we like to do a little bit of word association. Basically, I'm going to say a word, and you tell me the first thing that comes to mind. Oh, my God. Lord, help me. First word, fab. Fab, Rihanna. Fluffy. Fluffy, a troll. Fine. Fine. Tan. Flirty. Flirty. Me. Flashy. Flashy. Mm. Lord help me. Flashy, flashy, flashy. I don't know. Um, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Too much. Fulfilling. A bowl of chicken noodle soup. Fierce. Boot. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Bell-bottom jeans. Five. Five? Yes. Queer Eye, honey. All right. Well, that's about all we have time for today. I want to thank Jonathan Van Ness for stopping by. Jonathan, is there anything you want to say to our listeners before you head out? Follow your dreams. I love you all. You're so incredible. And twerk it out, honey. All right. Well, twerk it out, honey. And thank you all for listening. And we will see you all next time.
Thank you again for listening to the Yes and I Am podcast. This podcast has been completely improvised. So instead of having the actual Jonathan Van Ness here today has been my buddy, M.A. Benting Kerr. How's it going, dude? It's all good. Um, (laughs) Jonathan Van Ness. What did you know? What did I know? I I mean, like, I've watched the show, but I know nothing about that queen. Not even this first thing. Do do, do you follow uh, them on uh, Instagram or... No, and I should. Now I have to get on that. It's I, really it's so entertaining. Im- it is like seeing a thirty-two-year-old do like like backhands and stuff. Yeah, is is nuts. I feel like he's so good at life. He d- okay. He does do a lot of spawn con though. Okay. And like that's the stuff that I'm like, all right, I'm gonna skip over that. Got it. A lot of advertisements. Yeah, I think like all the queer eye guys are like just cashing in on all the spawn con. That's magical. I mean, like get your money where you need it. I mean, yeah, it's like you should do that. Ugh, you should I, just in SpawnCon. Yeah, I don't have the followers that like a Jonathan Vanessa has. Well, that's because you don't have SpawnCon. No, <laughs> no, I think it works the other way around. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, uh, he, he's like all over the place. He's doing a show actually at Radio City Music Hall that's like already like sold out. I believe you. And like, that's it's like, wild. what do they even do? Is he just Radio like City talk- Musical? I mean, like, I feel like when you're there, it's either stand up or a podcast. I know that they do podcasts at Radio City. Yeah, no, City but I'm like, Musical. what is he going to do? Because I don't think he's doing Getting Curious. He's I think, not. I think he's just like there to like talk. I mean, I, I honestly, if I if that were the case, if that's how it were advertised in the eloquent words that you just shared, <laughs> I would buy a ticket yesterday. I did not know about it. Honestly, he is he's a dream come true. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, so he does have a very iconic like cadence and like, honey, honey. you got to moisturize. Yes, yes, and on he lives within like a version of what it means to be gay and empowers it. You know what I mean? He just like bring, he makes you confront what it is that you don't like about the gay stereotype. Mm-hmm. If you do, if you don't. Um, and then he just like, but this is a human being who just comes from love, literally born of love, made of love spreads nothing but love. So then you have to kind of like check yourself if you're not living for his whole thing. See, I, I feel like, he almost like makes Karamo kind of unnecessary. I I do have to say that sometimes I watch the show and I'm just like, okay, cool, Karamo. They spend like the least amount of time on him. <laughs> like he has them do like a a uh, spirit building activity. Right, right, right. And then it's just like, and now back to Jonathan. <laughs> exactly. It, it's um, it, it's one of those things where it's just like if I was to eliminate a member of the Fab Five. It might be Karamo. No, he is like three fifths of the sex appeal on that show. Three fifths. Three three fifths. Um, I'm Team Anthony. I'm saying it's like really, you're Team Anthony. I've okay. Let's be real. Karamo's gonna love you through the night. Mm-hmm. Anthony's gonna come in five seconds and walk out the door, and 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 tell me otherwise. I mean, you're not pro- you're probably not wrong. I'm probably not wrong, right? Um, but like Anthony's abs. <laughs> Ugh, 
But an ab is a dime a dozen. Well, no, it's just like, I don't know, like Anthony's got like that cute smile. And That's stuff. so cute. It's honestly, it is. I feel like I have PTSD from smiles like that because I know what they can do and I know what they're capable of. So I see Anthony and I'm like, you're trouble and you know you are. So, yeah, I think I, uh, I, I but like, I think Anthony brings in the straights. You f- th- that's what Anthony brings in? Yes. No Cause kidding. I, cause I, I think like Bobby would have been like for sure my guest. Oh no, I don't think anyone cares about Bobby. But I think like I hope he's actually like I, I, one of my questions leading there is like I hope he's actually doing the the work that he's like doing on the house is like I hope that's actually Oh my him. gosh, do you think it's really No, he is a personality. I think he's you know what? He's probably designing it. Yeah, no, and that's what I'm hoping. I'm but hoping I don't think he like, does any of the no, labor. I, like, he maybe does, does, like... He strikes me as one of those, like, INTP kind of, like, uh, thinkers mm-hmm. who have enough of a personality to get I by I mean, interior television. design, real job, you know? An actual yeah. profession. Yeah. Uh, yes. They don't need to, like, cut any wood or anything to do it. It's, their job is to, like, this is how this is going to be all put together. And I hope that's Bobby actually doing that. I, I could I could see it. I, I can also see him having a lot of help regarding just, like, how, like, is, is it feasible? Is his vision feasible? I, he's probably more of, like, um, like the uh, Gordon Ramsay you know, of just like I have a vision for a meal, and then everybody has to figure it, figure it out. Oh, okay, I was like that. He, he just berates his staff. Uh, honestly, how funny would it be <laughs> yeah, just, if Bobby were just like yelling obscenities into like oh, these there, there's faces? there's a good sketch here that's like we're high <laughs> behind the scenes. Why we don't see enough of Bobby? Is but the sketch starts with Bobby just being like normal, chill, like like guy this is you the idea about. that I had about your house, and I had like all these great ideas. <laughs> and then cut like to you cut two and it's just Bobby just like throwing plywood. You think and, like, this is a fucking Ottoman? This ain't a, oh my God. This ain't a fucking Ottoman. No, 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 no. And he's just like kicking down like <laughs> What walls. if they're all like that? <laughs> oh tan, my God. Tan France. That's not a fucking French tuck. That's Absolutely. Not- what if like Jonathan actually is losing his mind and just pulling on people's hair until it does what he wants it to do? You know what I mean? And then he's like, okay, fine. Now that we figured the shit out of your curls, we know for sure that you need Garnier Fructis. <laughs> he would definitely not recommend Garnier Fructis. <laughs> he, maybe out of spite. Maybe out of spite he would. You're not, you get L'Oreal and nothing else. You get though. L'Oreal, I hate your hair. Why is it doing this? As he's like tugging on her scalp. Oh <laughs> uh, no, there's a, there's a fun bit there. Uh, I hope they're actually really good people. But like, I think there there's something like specifically special about the fact that you don't see a lot of Bobby, um, mm. especially like doing the housework. Right, and honestly, I wonder how much of that is the illusion of Bobby's working really hard right now, and how much of it is just like Bobby doesn't have a super stellar personality, so we're going to just. <laughs> So we're just going to put him to the yeah, side yeah. and focus on Tan and Jonathan Bo- for like a good half hour. Bobby's kind of mean and he berates his staff that's working on the building. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, I can't. Yeah, but um, yeah, so Jonathan Van Ness also, he was originally discovered for the like Gay of Thrones. I have never actually watched a full Game of Thrones episode. Everything I know. How dare you put me through that? I, 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 I didn't make you I Kit want, Harrington. I want it on the record that I have never watched a full episode of 
Game of Thrones and also know nothing about it. And the only reason that I do know the names or see that I know that this is a person who exists is because my coworker, I work at Ellen Stardust Diner, a singing restaurant in Times Square. And, <laughs> um, and my coworker brought in the song Fame from the musical Fame. Yes. Fame, I'm gonna live forever. Of course. And she changed it to be entirely Xerxes. And it's going to be a um, shame. <laughs> I'm going to kill you very slowly. <laughs> You're going to wish that you die. Die. And it's, um, and then it, the part where it goes, uh, uh, you're going to remember my name. It's Thirsty. It's Thirsty. It's Thirsty. Oh, so that's where you, but you knew Daenerys too. Um, uh, honey, I knew her from the gift sets on Tumblr. <laughs> the gift sets. <laughs> uh, that is oh. where I knew Daenerys. I, I didn't even know you that her, her name was Daenerys. Yeah, yeah. Khaleesi. Also, she's known as. Oh. <laughs> I've never watched a full episode of And yet Game you know this. Yes. I feel like I need I, to get on it. I, need to, it, I do need. It is culturally impactful. I feel like people, people like guilt me about it. Yeah. And like they're always like talking about like I know who's dead. Like, why do I know the people? Why do I know who Kyle Drogo True. is? True, I know the spoilers because everybody's so excited to tell you about the spoilers, but I actually don't know the show itself. Isn't that so funny that people aren't what excited if I to just, tell you about the show? What if I just go back and just watch all the episodes of Gay of Thrones? I feel like I'll You'll get be all cut up and a better person. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I might enjoy that more. That It's very possible. To be honest, just like Jonathan, like, discussing <laughs> the recap. Uh, I would be living for it. I mean, like he probably has. I, I'm, I'm dying to know how he talks about. Also, the I would. Also, I would love to be that one person that's never watched the the show but watched all the after shows. Yeah, you should be that person. Yeah, that's, that would be Just a lot. Like, I know everything because I watched Gay of Thrones. I don't have actual interest in. The, the the medieval. But do they do? Do you think they do like a recap of it? Yeah, I think that's what his, 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 what he it's does. Like a recap, but gay. Like yeah, he's yeah. Just like being gay and talking yeah, about how nice would that be? Like you, like I would want to have a podcast like that where it's like I I watch something because I love it, and then I just talk about it because I love it, and people want to listen to me talk about it because I love it. I mean, th- I think that's why he has the podcast he has. Like getting curious doesn't really have a particular topic. He just right. brings on experts of any field. Each week, like I listened to one episode where he had like had Florence from Florence and the Machine on and just oh talking to her about like the music industry and like what her deal well, was. Well, duh, if you are a famous actor known for having a famous show, you should have a famous podcast because like now you have so much clout, you can get whoever you want on yeah, the show. And like, he, and like sometimes it's just like a scientist to talk to him about uh, right, cloning. But, like, can you imagine? Can you imagine that conversation? Like, oh, my God, I just saw this article about cloning on BuzzFeed, I'm going to reach out to a cloning expert and then t- be like, hey, hi, cloning expert. You know me. I'm Jonathan from Queer Eye. And the cloning dude's like, oh, my God, I have three PhDs, but you're still so much cooler than me. Exactly. But, like, <laughs> he'll do, like, a full hour episode with that, like, doctor, you know? Yeah. Which is nuts. Oh. I, I want that kind of cloud. I want that kind of, like, visibility. Well, you've got me, and it's up from here. Oh, thank you, Emma. <laughs> I'll I'll be throwing your name around wherever oh, I can. Yeah. It's like, uh, have you listened to Aaron Max? Absolutely, mm. Aaron Max. Well, since you are here, let's hear a little bit about yourself. What do you have going on these days, Emma? Uh, right now, I am part of a group called Back at the Ranch, which is also a group that Willem, Julie, and Kim 
And Our Annie Sage. And Annie Sage, who also famously was here two weeks ago. Yeah, she was our Angelina Jolie episode. She was your Angelina Jolie. Oh, my God. What a privilege that I get to be <laughs> your Jonathan. Um, let me let me think. I So that's what I'm up to. I'm also uh, editing some videos. I, I do. I'm like a writer-director, um, editor. I actually, I, I am the entire producer. I make the whole thing, but I do some fun videos. Um, my video that's coming out right now is featuring Megan Maloney and it's this entire sketch. Uh, it's like four minutes long, um, which is kind of like longer than what we were hoping it would be, but it's yeah, this entire four minutes se- is good sketch length. I guess I, for like, if it were like on stage, four mm-hmm. minutes is like great, but like, I feel like for funny videos, you don't want to go much longer than two minutes. Really? Yeah. I you, had this conversation hurt, you recently. You lose the audience is what, Weird. is what I heard. I feel like if you have enough laughs in it that like an audience will but stay. But that's the crazy thing. There is no like, there is no human connection. Like you don't know if the person is laughing. You know, I feel like it's funny because I did, I made it, right? This mm-hmm. is my vision. Yeah, of course. Um, But, but like, I just, like, I don't know. And also what's, I will never know because if I sit down with someone to watch it before I put it out, they're going to laugh because it's awkward for them. It's like, oh, well, you know, MA shows me this. So obviously um, there's like that expectation to oh, laugh. Of so course. I just, you know what I mean? So like I can't ask my friends, uh, <laughs> can't ask my family because they just don't get it. Mm-hmm. So um, so now I'm just like I always put it out into the void and I'm I need I need I need friends who are like this sex. So where where is this video going to be found? This video is going to be found on the YouTube. Uh, my name is Benton Kerr, and I have a YouTube channel called Bent Media. Bent Media, and that's where it's going to be? And that's where I... That's B-E-N-T? Where I, Bent? Yeah, I already have a couple B-E-N-T Media. Um, kind of like Crooked Media, a play on our political of times. Of course. But um, uh, I do already have a couple videos there. Um, and yeah, I just kind of do like I f- do fun videos. I also ha- have a music video. Oh, yeah. Is that also on Bent Media? Unfortunately, that's not on Bent Media. It's on Vimeo right now, and I have to upload it, so it'll be on Bent Media. Okay. Yeah, cool. absolutely, absolutely. And if anyone wants to find your show dates and deets, where can they find those? Uh, you can find us at Back at the Ranch Comedy on Instagram. That's the handle at mm-hmm. Back at the Ranch Comedy. Um, and then also on Facebook, we have a Facebook page no. back at the ranch improv on Facebook. If you, if you still do the Facebook thing, we, you, uh, you know, it's, it's, it has its own page. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it doesn't feel as personal as like your friends and family. Oh, of course. It's, you're not adding yeah, no, me definitely. and I'm plugging <laughs> back hey, at the ranch hey, on hey, your hey, face. You know, you know, it's separate. You can go there and like the updates are there and yeah. That's kind of just like what well, what it is. Go check that stuff out. If oh, and also add me on Instagram. Oh yeah, me yeah. Instagram. Put your handle out there. What's your handle? Yes, at M A Regal. Can you, can you spell M A for them? E M E. It is not the letters M and A. It's E M E M A Regal, as you spell Regal. Oh, and uh, go follow. No, no, no punctuation or anything. No, I actually I grabbed it. I snatched it. Snatched it nice. out of the internet ether. All right. Well, go follow him there, and you can follow us on Instagram. We're at yes and I am. We'll post it, and we'll even t- post out his handle, so you don't even have to look it up. He'll be on a picture with us, and you'll be like, "Hey, that was the guy that I enjoyed playing Jonathan Van Ness." <laughs> yes. Also, if you want to give us a five star rating on iTunes while you're at it, that'd be great because it I'm helps more it. people find the show, and that keeps us happy. 
Also, if you want to send us an email of what you're thinking about the show, we're at yesandiam at gmail.com. Send us an email. Maybe we'll read it on the show. Maybe we will take your suggestion for a celebrity that you've been dying to hear on the show. Go, go email us there. Thank you all again for listening, and we will see you all next time. <laughs>